0: Okay. <sniffs>
1: Good day to you, Steelers fans. This is the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And uh, this Pittsburgh Steelers wrapped up mini camp, the mandatory mini camp, which means there's about six weeks now between... Uh, that period and the training camp period, and um, as if you're a longtime listener to this program, then you know this is the scariest six weeks in the entire season because God knows what these guys are going to be up to, and we don't want to hear them discussed at all because if they are, it likely means they've done something stupid. Thank you, Ben. Uh joining me are uh Ben and uh Scarps is back and uh Ian may be joining us at some point. He one of his uh brood is uh still awake and I don't think they're vomiting anymore, which is good. I think they've Progress. Think they, yeah, I think they've passed that by, but uh anyway, welcome in. Great to have everybody back and uh continue to uh listen, share what you think about the show on uh, YouTube or whatever platform you listen to uh, or, or watch us on, we definitely appreciate it. But uh, you know, we're getting into the, the summer months when there isn't as much to talk about, but there there is some stuff tonight, and uh, that's what we're going to do. So, uh, first and foremost, the mini camp ended, and look to me, the biggest news. Is that there is no news about injuries? Yeah, um, that that y- you always want to come out. It's like, oh, we want to get the offense installed and we want to do that. No, no, I want no injuries. They're not going to install it in mini camp. Well, of course They're not. Gonna... not. They, they they start
2: the process. What you know.
1: Uh but we should talk realized. about
2: those giant helmets they were wearing.
1: Helmet Well they, they were they were wearing the Guardian helmets. Um these have become very synonymous now with uh, uh concussion prevention and stuff teams across the country wearing them in practices and stuff. Uh they kind of look like the Great Gazoo. Remember <laughs> the Great Gazoo? Yeah. yeah. the those... Flintstones. Yeah. It, they... Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they kind of looked like that a little bit, you know, little body, massive it. heads. Uh, Tom went even walking around with one on. He, he gives it up for coach, man. He he fit in the part there for sure. But uh, enough of me talking. Uh, <laughs> By the way, uh, Scarps is wearing his Oakland A's ball cap tonight, and uh, he was telling us before we started recording that he he got that and wanted to make sure he gave a shout out to the equipment manager of the Oakland A's uh, because uh, it's it's he who gave it to him when the uh, Steelers played out there before, right?
3: Yeah, at the time. I don't know if he's any. I don't, I never even got his name. I like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to know names. Just (laughs) throw me a freebie and, you know, we'll go on with our lives. Did you know Gazoo was actually on the Jetsons as well? So we're all right. He was on both shows.
1: He was. I totally forgot that. That's a great piece of trivia.
3: But yeah, they look, yeah, they look pretty. I mean, it was, how do you not like, and and I get what I totally get it. I I get it. Yeah. I get it. But they looked, pretty ridiculous but you know such as life as Tomlin would say it's right 2022.
1: right, right. Yeah. um let, let's just get we, we've talked about it a lot but i don't care because we're going to keep talking about it all summer <laughs> long but the quarterback situation um if yeah. you I, I i mean somebody made a good point in in um one of our our comments on the YouTube thing about you know do you trust putting Kenny pickett in behind this offensive line right off the bat and i thought it was a good question ben what would you how would you answer that uh no
2: i i it's not a question of trust in in terms of pickett it's um it's trust in the line and you know, you know sure. I, th- that line needs to prove itself first mm-hmm um, obviously they've added a couple of pieces and, you know, they've, they've moved Kendrick green from center to guard, supposedly, obviously he can still probably play center in a pinch, but they don't want him there. And after watching him play last year, I don't blame them. Um, but, uh, you know, this, that line's got to prove itself it, and that become a more, viable situation I think I'd rather have a guy who's got some more experience behind a line like that in order to basically give yourself a better chance of, of being successful that's all I mean just a, a guy who's managed situations behind lines that, necess- that weren't necessarily outstanding and, and been there done that kind of a thing so that that's why one of the reasons I think you start Trubisky. that I'm t- and, you know I I think ideally you want pick it to watch and learn for a little while and in doing so
1: get better. When, when, when you say watch and learn there, there's, there's typically two trains of thought when it comes to that uh, quarterbacks and, and even at the collegiate level, some believe that, nah, you throw them into the fire. You, you, you do what you did with Peyton Manning. He goes and throws, you know, 28 picks his first year. It didn't discourage him. He came back. He had a Hall of Fame career. Other guys, no, 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 no. We need you to sit. We need you to watch. I, I mean, I, you know, Ryan. Okay, well, you, but you, Kenny, go ahead. Kenny Pickett doesn't have all of Peyton
2: Manning's natural gifts. Okay. No, no, you so, do have
1: to look at it on a case no. by
2: case basis. And 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 Manning was a very smart guy as well. Yeah. But he he had the big arm. He he could do things that Pickett cannot do. So I don't think that's an apples to apples comparison. Right. I think if you've got a guy like a Josh Allen who needs to play to get better, mm-hmm. to figure out the mental side of it, then you stick them in. Um, a guy like Pickett who's already pretty bright, nah. I, I don't agree with that philosophy.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Ryan, and, go ahead. Yeah.
3: I'm going to change the talk
1: not the change of the talk. Well, topic. just and that particular thing though is it, like, is it a case by case basis because I wasn't comparing Pickett and Manning by no, any yeah, what I'm just I, simply I, saying is I that, just you know you have that the
3: the thing the thing about it is that this is the first time in years that the Steelers probably are leaning towards Mitch as the starter but mm-hmm. it's not Ben, right? That so right you got you got Mason who's been here that that we don't know Uh, you got Mitch who's brand new and then you got Kenny who's brand new. And, and I really do think, I really do think that the Steelers did not think that Kenny Pickett was going to be there at 20. I really don't. And I think it unfolded that way. And and they said, you know what, this is the guy that we want. Um, I'm interested to see the division of labor at training camp, because there's another situation where a quarterback is not gonna get that vet day. You know what I mean? Like right Ben on. used to get that vet day, but like now, unless somebody's getting a vet day, they're either hurt or it's not a good sign. So, you know, you talk about watch and learn it's a, it's it the difference between the NFL and the in college is 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 so significant, it's oh, even nasty. it's so hard to even describe. Yeah. And and for your you know for your armchair QBs or or you know people out there that would be like you know I could play in the NFL I you know I could I could I could score a touchdown from the 1 yard line or this <laughs> you, know, you, you know you get those twitter questions if you you know if it was first and goal at the one and you got four tries could you get it in you would lose negative 8 yards <laughs> so like I, you know so so pick is bright and and I, and I and I I'm not nec- I'm not concerned about that at all yeah. but I mean these guys are it's still football it's still football in shorts. Now it's football in shorts with giant helmets. You know, like right. and and they actually decreased the amount of OTAs this year. Mm-hmm. It used to be 10, 9, 10 and one of those was a team building day. Um, and that's at the coach's discretion. And I'm a, I'm a little surprised Tomlin did that, but I get it. I get it. You know, this is, you know, Tomlin's a football junkie, but I'm surprised he did it, but I also get it cuz mini camps a week early this year. So, I mean, I think it, Truly, and I and mm-hmm. I I know I know I've said I wish Deontay would have been at the first OTA sessions. Sure, but now it's it's crystal clear now that these are nothing more than just glorified, you know, flag football sessions, especially early yeah. on. So that's why I'm interested to see what the division of labor is at training camp because I don't know. Maybe maybe every, maybe they're just doing this uh, as a disguise, and maybe Pickett's going to have a bigger role. But I'm still thinking he's going to be the third guy going into camp, sort of just like Ben was. And we've talked about this. Ben was the third guy heading into training camp. And if it wasn't for an injury to Maddox – I'm sorry, injury to Batch first. Charlie first, yeah. Ben probably would not have played that rookie year. Yeah. Oh, man, the stars
1: just aligned that year. They did.
2: Charlie going down. Ben got promoted week two in camp. Mm Mm-hmm. Then Badge came back, and they they kept him at number two. And then, uh, yeah, Maddox got hurt. Second game, we know the rest. Did um, by the way,
1: did what was the team building activity uh, that Mike Tomlin? Did did they go see Top Gun? I, I don't know what they did.
3: No, I don't think they did one. Okay, they didn't do one. Okay, no, because there, there used to be you had it used to be you had ten OTAs. Right, it was three one week, three the next, and then there was four that yeah. Monday. Was all the the seventh the seventh OTA was always a bonus day, um, oh we went bowling we went to Dave and Buster's, um,
1: yeah yeah I just remember you know Cower used to take him to movies and Tomlin yeah. did a little bit of that and then he did broken out like you're uh, uh, you're talking about there so um, I I tend to agree uh, I think the division of labor at training camp is going to be easily probably the most watched storyline. Um, going in, you know, who's running with the ones, who's, you know, even who's running with the two, so to speak, and getting those those opportunities. Um, so we, you know, and we'll continue to talk quarterbacks. Is there been another position that you're somewhat curious about going into training camp that, that you're interested in seeing how it unfolds? The entire interior offensive line? Okay, that's a fair answer. I mean, um, In particular, how it shakes out in terms of who that personnel is? What the division of labor is there. I mean, you
2: know, I know what I would do, and they're not doing it. And I am not impressed with Mason Cole's tape, especially at center. Mm -hmm. I know he said he prefers to play center, but he's Mm -hmm. just – he's not an impressive center by any stretch. Is it
1: possible that James Daniel sees time at center? Well, he's played center yeah,
2: at points yeah. in his career, yep. so he could. But I think they want him to play right guard. Yeah, I agree. Which I don't entirely understand either. Um, Yeah. So, you know. So, so you're
1: watching that interior offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Both Ryan, guard you, spots yeah.
2: center. And, you know, obviously we know the tackles are going to be. That is what it is. Yeah. Um, I expect you know, at least we'll be a little better at left tackle this year than we were last uh, right tackle. Eh, I hope.
1: Skirps, what are you going to be watching?
3: I tweeted, I actually tweeted this earlier. Um, I'm interested to see how, so Najee, nause, uh, nause, <laughs> Naj alluded to um, a lighter workload this season. And I tweeted earlier that the, the, under Tomlin, the mm-hmm. highest mm-hmm. difference between RB1, which is pretty much Le'Veon and Najee, right. uh, and the next closest person, next closest running back. And the most was 2017 between Le'Veon and James Conner. Right. It was like 374. And then last year was the second most between uh, Najee and Benny Snell, and it was like 3 whatever close it was close it was close but it wasn't as much and so i'm interested to see uh sort of the division i'm interested to see the division of labor and who they think is going to be their backup running back Mm -hmm. um because uh i i have no idea i i've seen i've seen benny snell football and uh i don't think he's that type of guy that's going to be a tony pollard type that i've I mean, Tony Pollard stand over here, but uh, oh, I oh I, I love him too. You know, I, yeah. I don't see Benny Snell being that Anthony McFarland. Nah. I have no idea. I mean, he might be capable of things, and I, I just haven't seen it yet. But then, and then they brought in some rookie free agents, and and that's mm-hmm. fine. But, um, you know, God forbid Najee gets hurt because they have nobody Nothing. else that can Nothing. do that. Um, but you could say that. At a lot of positions. So Ben, you're right. I agree yeah. that, you know, the divisional labor and the interior offensive line. Um, and then also what that, what that means. If, if, you know, if a, if a Mason Cole ever got hurt, does that mean Kendra green goes back to center? Um, yeah. I, and, and yeah. And I mean, so I, I think, and I think that it's fair to say, and I understand being a fan is being optimistic, but there are a lot of confident Steelers fans on Twitter that keep saying, uh, the NFL's sleeping on us. Yeah. And you know, and this no, and that, it's not. And they get they get pissed off every time there's a every time there's a ranking or a, oh, a, a preseason ranking or prediction and it's just, just like you don't know you're sleeping on us. And I'm just like June. I, I listen, don't be offended by anything right now. We'll see what happens. Right. That's a good point. And to me the first four games five games six games for brutal. yes it's a fucking brutal. it's a gauntlet Yes, and normally I would say the first four games just go two and two, just go two and two, just split, who cares?
0: Sure, sure. Yeah.
3: And if they do this year, I'll be pleasantly surprised.
1: Happy. Yeah.
3: But if they start out like a one and three, oh and four, which and if you look at that schedule, don't tell me it's not impossible.
1: No, they can start out. They
2: can start out one and five very easily. And then it's kind of like, okay, who is sleeping on who?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to mention, too, that that uh, Omar Khan, when he did his uh, introductory press conference as the new GM, said that, that there would be some things done differently. And um, I don't know that I would call it an overhaul, but there's definitely more change in the scouting department than we've seen in recent years. Um, ben, what would you take from that, if there is anything to take from that? Is that just him putting his... His handprint on it yeah or... that,
2: that that's just him putting his handprint on it yeah. i i I don't know what else to term it as I you know we've talked about this before this story isn't gonna come as a shock to anyone when I say it you know Omar's not a film junkie he's not a football guy right, right? and he's apparently trying to assert himself as one so i I'm not saying I question it, I just don't get it I'm like why? Why did you do that? I mean, or did you, did you sit down with Andy Weidel and you guys came up with this together? Okay. then that's, that's fine. You know, he's your assistant yeah. GM and he's, he's running the football side and, and the two of you came up with this and decided this is the way to go. Okay, great.
0: Mm-hmm. But if
2: you just decided to do it, to do it,
1: why, why? Yeah. I, I'm going to assume that there is a legitimate reason behind it. Um, and until otherwise, I, I'm going to go ahead and assume that we know what happens when we assume. Yep. um but uh i yeah, mean if
2: I, Kevin I if kevin colbert did it i'd be like oh yeah there's 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 a valid reason
1: yeah but
2: yeah with con there's no history to go on so you right. look at it and you go okay how come
0: yeah
1: no precedent yeah i i, I don't you know um scarps any thoughts on that
3: yeah i got i mean i got a couple i, I ben i agree with you um i also think too that I think part of that deal might have been that Kevin got to sort of name his replacements as well. because Kevin endorsed Andy, and then yeah. he worked with uh, Sheldon, Sheldon White at, in Detroit. True. And then Omar hired his guy, Sadowski, I believe is his name, from the uh, Bears. Yes. Okay. So I think there was a little bit of like, hey, I'm going to hire my own people, but – Kevin was probably like on my way out, I'm gonna tell you who you should hire. <laughs> so, um, but then you no, know, they lost uh, Bruce McNorton. Uh, his nickname is Chili. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, great guy, long time mm-hmm. scout. They're Do We want guys. to know
1: why his name was Chili.
3: Actually never, I actually don't actually know if I ever okay. if I ever right. found out why. But he played in the like he played in the league.
1: Yeah. Um
3: valuable experience rick reprish another guy was is in the league a long time and then here's, and and i'm never gonna know this and i'm not gonna ask but i said earlier today brandon hunt um he he was quiet on social but the other day he posted like hey you know i i you know i'm going to the eagles or whatever Mm -hmm. and and i've talked since i've left i've talked to him on occasion but i you know i messaged him on on instagram i was just like hey man sucks it didn't work out but like dude you're the you know you're always great to me you're 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 great at what you do and 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 then i I mentioned i did say i was like my mom says hello as well because my mom used to work at a place that was uh the best burgers in the city um and the scouts used to go to that place um so she's known like brandon and yeah uh, yeah. for a long long time so um and he right away got back to me. He's like, thanks, my man. Like, hope all is well, blah, blah, blah. And then today, his two sons, who go to Pine Richland, had Eagles jerseys on. Oh, he boy. Basically, you know, he basically just said, like, you know, this is their last day at Pine Richland and like we're moving oh, across wow. and I just felt like really really bad about it not bad yeah. for him but like because he's going to be fine but it's just sad to see that and I I really I would love to be to be a fly on the wall to sort of understand how that all unfolded because I don't understand how you I'm not saying you have to main I'm not saying you have to promote Brandon to the yeah. level but to to not retain him to me is just is that's weird there has to be something going on is it
1: possible they offered that opportunity and he
3: was and like, maybe hey. maybe maybe they did i guess my point being is that is that loyalty doesn't mean shit anymore at at a company well, whether it's sure. whether it's the steelers or any other place maybe. because brandon was there a long time he left to go to houston he came back and you know Anyway, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think they've lost valuable experience, but at the end of the day, it's just business.
1: It is, and uh, speaking of business, I'd like to welcome Ian it in, um, and who desperately wants to know where that burger place is, as his wife would love. It to was
2: Caseros. It was Caseros.
3: Yeah, Tucson, in Bloomfield. Oh, Taceros. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: All right. Yeah. Amazing, an Italian place in there. Uh, in uh, it's series. not. A, it's an Italian name, but they're no. They're hardwood grill. Hardwood grill, love it. Yes, love it. Good stuff. Uh, Ian, we've talked a little bit about you know what our expectations are for quarterbacks heading into training camp and who gets you know divisional labor that kind of stuff. We talked a little bit about, um, and, and I'll throw this question to you um i asked the guys uh you know a position that they're interested in seeing how it shakes out ben talked a little bit about the interior offensive line and and ryan talked a little bit about the backup running running back spot so i would i would offer that question up to you what is a position Prediction. yes ian goes d line okay all right ian uh, ian your, your mic's not on or something
4: Oh crap! There we go. Oh, Sorry.
1: there we go. Oh, about, You're free of Zoom already, man.
4: I know, oh, man. I know. Trouble averted. So, long story short, I finally like hooked up the surround sound that was in my house. Like the people bef- that lived here before right. us installed it, and I just had never hooked it up. And so we finally hooked it up. But like watching hockey with the surround sound on, it's like booming all over the place. So I had my mic muted so that there wasn't all this background noise from you know watching the hockey game.
1: So you're watching the rags?
4: The yes, yes. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um but at any rate uh yeah, Ben is right. I'm going D-line. Um uh-huh. uh, because most of the, most of the other positions are pretty much figured out, right? That you know Yeah. You you know who the starting receivers are going to be, you know the order of the tight ends. You guys already talked about quarterback off. We've talked about offensive line a lot last week too. Um Ryan hit running back. You know the the cornerback rotations mostly set. We know who the starting safeties are. We know who the starting linebackers are. So what's that leave defensive line? Um, and especially with Stefan Tuit retiring, that right. you know there's a division of labor that's going to need to be figured out. Um, you know you're going to have to fill probably you know sixty some snaps a game and. Um, You know, I was listening to the radio last week. I don't remember who it was, if it was Dale Lawley, Matt Williamson. One of those guys actually made a good point that um, one of the problems that the defensive line had last year was Mm -hmm. that you had guys essentially that got shuffled up the chain. So guys like Chris Wormley, who should be getting like 15 to 20 snaps a game, were getting like 40 to 60 snaps a Mm -hmm. game. And then Mm -hmm. guys like, you know, Isaiah Loudermilk played okay. But Isaiah Loudermilk, who probably should have been getting like five snaps a game in just spot duty was getting 15 to 20 snaps a game. So like everyone kind of had to get stacked up. Henry, the one, Mon- Henry Mondu. Henry Mondu. Mondu. Yes, yeah. Was getting, hey Mondu, go in there and, and pretend you're Stephon to it. Yeah, go exactly. Ahead. Exactly. Go do it. Um, Yeah. So, right, right. He should be getting zero snaps a game and he was getting, you know, seven to 10. So, right. yeah. <laughs> um the the one encouraging thing though is you know I saw a tweet this week and I know a lot was made about Najee Harris's weight. Um, but did you see the weight numbers for Isaiah Laudermilk and DeMarvin Leal? They were yes. like Liao was at like 283 as pro day or at the combine, I think. Right. And then he was they said he was already up to like 303 or something like that. And yeah. I know you know, playing weight, those guys lose yeah, weight but throughout it, the season. It's six so it's five to frame. Now
2: Mark can attest to this. Yeah. Six five yeah. frame, Mark. What is twenty pounds? I mean, well, it's not a lot of weight. No,
1: and and Ben Roethlisberger is the classic example. I I mean, when people talk, oh my god, he was so thin when he came out. He was two thirty-five, two forty. He was two forty-one when he came out when he came out of college. That weight
3: never changed, by
4: the way. Never.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, so it, it 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 absolutely that's that's true. Ian, I'll let you finish your point.
4: Oh, um, oh no, it's totally fine. Um, yeah. So I was, that was pretty much my point that, you know, those guys bulking up gives them a better shot at being able to just kind of hold their own on the interior. I mean, we talked about Liao's handwork. He's got a really nice spin move. Um, but I think the concern with him playing that five tech position coming out of college was, did he have the bulk to just, you know, hunker Mm -hmm. down and, and play against, you know, 300 pound offensive linemen. But now if he's at least, somewhat equal in size to them um you know we we know he's got the handwork he can you know develop some more refinement in the he's rest a, he's of a good game. athlete yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not saying Demarvin man
2: that size he's a good
4: he's a good man yeah a good athlete yeah, yeah. i'm, I'm not sure. saying demarvin leal's step on to it but you know like i said you got to find 60 snaps a game so maybe it's 20 for one guy 20 for another guy five here five there um and the other thing that's that's gonna make a huge difference is um tyson Alulu's health like if he can mm-hmm. stay healthy for the whole season um or at least a majority of it or if he i'll just put it this way as long as he doesn't have a season-ending injury because i don't think he's actually played a full season since he got yeah, here he, he but, might
1: have an injury here and there
4: yeah, yeah but if as long as it's not a season-ending injury then you know that that really helps the rotation too because you figure last year not only were you replacing two at snaps but you were replacing a snaps mm-hmm. too so mm-hmm. um there was a, there was a lot of shuffling that had to happen so um and we had the 32nd ranked run defense last year and, and a and lot the, of that the was run the defense
2: lot. really fell off after alo alo went out so yes. Yes. you that know, and and it's, it's if just... if he can shake if he can come back yeah. to form which i'm not gonna say is a given i'm um, guys 35 he's coming off a broken yep. ankle but if he can return to form i think that they've got a a better situation than they had last year, and if he can't, then we're fucked. I'm sorry, Ian.
4: Finish your oh, point. <laughs> oh, um, uh, kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I remember now. Yeah, oh. um, I got it. That it, it's not just the defensive linemen making plays. They don't necessarily have to make plays. They just have to eat blockers so that the linebackers aren't just getting swallowed up all the time. Yes, and that was a big like Devin Bush could knock it off blocks last year. It was a huge issue. He's Some of it was. Slower. Some yeah, some of it was effort on Bush's part that when he got blocked, he just kind of slowed up and yep. you know was, didn't really yep. fight through it. But some of it was when, you know when you only have to single team a defensive lineman and your guards and centers are getting free releases to the inside linebackers right, it, it makes a big difference as opposed to when you have a guy in the middle. Even when you just had Cam to it and a two-man front, if both of those guys are demanding double teams, that's only one offensive lineman that has a free release. So it, it makes a big difference. So yeah, yeah, and, I'd say defensive lines my – and I I
1: want to stay with the defense, but first I want to remind everybody we are proudly presented by Deck Roofing of South Florida. They serve Broward in the southern Palm Beach counties, whether it's commercial, industrial, residential multifamily, or condos, contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. And I admit I tried peanut butter whiskey last weekend. How was it? I wasn't that impressed. Although I will admit that I had just slammed about 23 uh, fried perch fillets, so I was a little full. Um, Fried perch fillets. Oh, my God. We... Long story short, we had a little perch fry up at my folks. Uh, uh, the night before, uh, uh, my son's uh, soccer team uh, won the State Cup this weekend. So, oh, tonight, congratulations. Um, Very so nice. Thank you. Thank you. 3-1 victory. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of celebrating been going on around here. And so I figured, well, I need a shot of this peanut butter whiskey. And it's okay. I mean, believe me, I'm not I'm not giving up my regular whiskey for, for it's, that. Yeah. It... Um, and it, it's got, to, I would say it helps if it's chilled as well.
4: Yes. It's, yeah. it's already right got to drink it like cold.
1: I mean, it's not
4: one I, glass I, of it, but you, you can't like drink it all night. Like you can no, all the other way. No. Just get the airplane like, bottle. Yeah.
1: Re- yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that's about it. Um, what I wanted to talk about as far as the defense so is what is a realistic expectation of this defense? Because I, I think there's a lot of people. And again, you got to take it grain of salt because of social media, but a lot of people are talking about, well, geez, we we'll look at what we've got at each level. You got Minka, you, you, you've, you've got TJ, you've got camp, you know, unfortunately but, that's but, three, that, that's three guys out of 11. No, 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 no. And, okay? and people keep
2: saying that they keep talking about TJ as though he's a second level player. And he is sometimes, sometimes he's sometimes drops the coverage. That's right. But most of the time he's, he's a, he's playing the front. Just like Cam is. So, and that was the problem last year was, you know, you had all, basically you had a unit that was bereft of talent in the middle, except for Cam. And they just ran around him. Yeah. Just ran away from Cam. Right. And the yeah. whole middle of the field was open. No
1: problems. So I guess what I'm getting at is, is it realistic to expect a massive improvement of this unit? Hell yeah! But a massive improvement would be going from 32nd to
2: 15th. Let's be okay. honest. Okay, right. Now I'm talking. I'm speaking specifically to run defense. Yeah, because I get they it. weren't. They weren't a bad passing defense last year at all. It's just it didn't fucking matter because they couldn't. Def- they right. couldn't right. stop. They still led the league and in track, run to save so, their lives. Right. Um, they, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I don't, Ryan. What? What do you? I mean. Is, is is Ben right? You, you, just getting to like middle of the table would be a vast improvement. It de- it it depends
3: though because there's a there's a bunch of things I want to say. First of all, the only the, the only good quarterback they beat last year was Josh Allen, week one. And week one's to me or whatever, like 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 it's a toss up. I and but mm-hmm. that segues into TJ Watt took over that game. So yeah. I tweeted this last week. Following a 20 sack season since 2000, only JJ Watt has gotten even close to the previous year's production. And Steelers Twitter told me, well, TJ Watt's going to have 30 sacks next year. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. So, r- literally, I, I'm oh, telling I you, should, know, we really should not, crowdsource that the answer not to that even,
0: question. Not Once even. Not
3: So, And I get it. JJ Watt had a 20 sack season, he had 17 and a half the next year. Not even Aaron Donald, who I believe is the great – Aaron Donald is not only the greatest defensive player in the league, he's the greatest player in the league right now, didn't even come close to following that. So all of a sudden, you're expecting another another 20-sack season from TJ. You're expecting another dominant performance from Cam. You're expecting another – Really good performance from Menka, and Menka played up in the box, way, yeah. way, way he too much. He was your third and linebacker, led, the, led basically. the team in tackles because the team. So there's when a your lot safety's
4: of, your leading tackler, it's a problem. Yes, it's not.
3: There's joy. a lot of variables in play here. That so Ben, if they made it to 15th in rush defense, but also beat a good quarterback every once in a you while, know, uh,
2: I, I just, I just want to see them be a respectable run defense. So, respectable. If, so if they're respectable against the run, but they suck against the pass, is that okay? No, no. Okay. And I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I don't expect them to fall off against the pass. I think they'll still be pretty good. The problem they had last year was they, they allowed opposing offenses to sustain drives because they couldn't stop the run no matter what. It could mm-hmm. be third and eight.
1: First Fuck down, it. Second down, run third the ball. Yep. Right between the yep. tackles.
2: Third and eight. Yep. First down. Oh my God! And and doesn't it just it doesn't just affect you from the standpoint that you get fatigued? It affects your psyche. Oh, it's Hell demoralizing. Yes. It's yes. completely demoralizing, and you just, you're like, oh fuck, man, we just we can't do a goddamn thing right now. We can't do anything right, and you, and you start making more mistakes because you're trying to force it. You're trying to make something happen. You're trying to make mm-hmm. a play. But
3: do you think? And I know, and I'm gonna say this it messes with your head because. The Steelers' mentality for years is stop the run. Yeah, right? is there enough vets on the defense that have been as that have played as Steelers that can convey that message to other players?
0: Ian, I, like, I'll throw that
1: to you.
3: We're entering a new era here, right? Yeah. Like, so you got You're, your Cam and you got your TJ, yep. and okay, Minka's been here long enough. Yeah, but the
1: rest. I don't know. I, I, Ian, who, who, I mean, I think it's a good question.
4: It's, that's a, a very, a, a very fair question. Um, I actually had just a completely different answer Sorry, to <laughs> that question. Um, sure. So
3: philosophical to, this uh, you, yeah,
4: yeah, I know. And, and you bring up <laughs> a, a good point though about locker room leadership, but I think with, with cam, I mean, cam is the unquestioned locker room leader now with Ben retiring. I mean, it's, Unquestioned. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, TJ and, and Minka kind of have to take those roles as well. Um, but I was going to say that, you know, you, you ask for what the defense needs to improve or, or what you want to see. My answer would be 21 points per game that improve the scoring <sighs> defense to 21 points per game. Uh, in, in If you give up 21 hold
2: consistently, on. you're going to lose games. Oh,
4: hold on. Hold on. In, in 2020, they gave up 19 and a half per game.
2: Okay? That's less than 20 in, points.
4: Yeah. It, last year, they were at 23.4 and were the like 22nd or 21st ranked team in scoring defense. Now, the reason I said 21 points per game, last year, uh, only uh, six teams held opponents under 21 points per game. That was Buffalo. New England, Denver, New Orleans, Tampa, and Tennessee. Everybody else was over twenty-one points a game. So basically, I'm saying I want them them to be a top ten scoring d de- or top seven scoring defense.
1: I think four of those six you mentioned made the postseason.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. Denver, and Denver was pretty and close. New Orleans, yeah, New, Orleans, New Orleans, Orleans did not. Did yeah. not. Yeah. yeah, New Orleans missed out on a tiebreaker though. I think with right. Phillies. So yeah, they were, they were, they were close. pretty close. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um so so yeah, basically I'm saying, you know, I want to see them improve their Im- improve, so, Im- improve their scoring defense, specifically like don't give up, you know, hold teams to field goals instead of touchdowns.
1: So I, I would counter by looking at the offense and saying how much do we trust the Steelers offense to score 21 points a game? No. <sighs> I,
2: mean, I do not know. I mean, I, mean I, know, know. I know people are all kinds of excited about about <laughs> this embarrassment of riches they have at the skill positions, but yeah. if you don't have a quarterback that can deliver the ball to you,
0: if you don't have an
2: offensive line that can hold its blocks for four seconds, you can have all the talent in the world. It doesn't mean shit right if the foundation of your unit is bad, your unit will be bad
1: because at I, I end, when Ian mentioned that number. I was immediately, I started seeing scores in my head, like losing games like 20 to 17, 21, you know, yeah. 15, things I, like I,
2: that. And I, I think, I, I think Steelers, he's right. You know, for the Steelers to have a shot at, at being at, at a winning record, and, and by this, I mean nine wins this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They've got to hold opponents to less than 20 points average per game. Okay. Average. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like when they play the Jets, I don't expect them to give up 20. Okay, but uh, you know when they play New England, I think they're probably going to give up thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: I heard I heard this. I heard it first from Hall of Famer Dick LeBeau, and then the late Tunshelkin. I heard it from him second, and they both said the other team got players and coaches that want to win too. And yeah. so, for all Steelers fans right now that are feeling optimistic every other team in this eh, I might be bold but most of the other teams <laughs> in this league want got better right yeah, they got yeah. better right and they want to win just as much so this schedule is tough so like we're not like and this and, and I know injuries happen and all that stuff but like we're not playing the Ravens last year with just Lamar Jackson as the running back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. we're like, I'm expecting them to have a full slate of running backs. I'm expecting their defense to be back or any division team. Right. But, but, but even in the other, you know, the other teams on the schedule that like you maybe beat last year or you played last year and you almost won or whatever, you know, whatever you want to, you know, whatever makes you sleep at night. Yeah. Those teams got better too, and yeah, of course they could have injuries and in whatnot, but no. so could the Steelers. So I don't necessarily understand the optimism. And again, I know Ben was bad at times last year, but you can't replace that fucking competitiveness
2: and winning games at the end. Know how?
3: Yes, like know how. Sorry for I mean, the yeah, that That's guy only my was... first of the night, but I'm just he, like you can't fucking true.
0: Because he hey, athletically... I'm going to tell you this
3: right now. What, when, has Mitch Trubisky, when has Mitch Trubisky won shit? Never. Never. When has Kenny Pickett no, no, I, won I, shit? Never. I, I,
2: I, will give, I will give Mitch credit for this. Even he Mason. Took, he took the Bears to the playoffs twice. And that's a horrible, dysfunctional organization. Mm. And he, he did it. So I'll give mm-hmm. him credit for mm-hmm. it. But the man has not proven that he can throw to his left. Okay? For example... And if all you have to do is defend half the field, you have a huge advantage. Huge.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Changes the whole thing for your defensive coordinator. Big time. Yeah.
4: It's uh, like, why to... even
2: cover that guy over there? He's not throwing him the ball anyway. Who cares?
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Ian, go. Uh, just to add one point to, to something Ben said earlier. Uh, last year, the Steelers were uh, 9-0 and in games where they held opponents under – 20 or 21 points they, they didn't give up 21 to anyone all year so <laughs> they gave up 20 to seattle and won that game so uh, 2021 same thing they were they were 9 and 0 with ben at quarterback and 0 and 1 with mason at quarterback uh and so basically they didn't lose a game they tied a game but they didn't lose a game when they held opponents under 21 points last season well, you know so, Mason's yeah. uh, magic, and that was
2: seventeen points.
4: And, that, and that was, and that was, 30s, that. and that was with and that was with yeah. the thirty-second rank run defense. So what I'm saying is, if they improve the defense a little bit statistically, you know, no, I, I, then good yeah, point. yeah, because it's a, it's yeah. a year-long average. It's not saying give up yeah. twenty-one every week. It's saying yeah. you know yeah. over the course of and the and year.
2: And I agree with that, but I, mm-hmm. I think we've got to lower that number to twenty points per game 19.9 let's call it all right yeah that's where they need to be they need to average that giving up that or less uh-huh. right? if they have a shot at winning nine games this year yeah and that's barely what? a winning record barely they're
1: right.
4: going 14 and 3 relax oh, for dude they're going 20 and 0 haven't you been on Steelers twitter uh, lately? yeah you're right We're i mean about and, about and i way. think let's let's call a spade a spade here that you know especially after alu got hurt and some other guys in four out of their last eight games, they gave up over 35 points. They gave up 41 to the Chargers, 41 to the Bengals, yeah. 36 to the Vikings, and 36 to the Chiefs, and then 42 to the Chiefs in the playoff game. So five out of their last nine games, they gave up 35-plus. So, yeah, I mean, yep. yeah.
1: Yeah. And on that note, let me remind everybody that
0: we are That's why.
2: When Adam Crowley Network. tweets – The Steelers defense has got so much talent this year that if they're anything less than a top five unit, Mike Tomlin should pay the ultimate price. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up.
1: Uh, All that
2: talent was terrible defending the run last year. Terrible. we'll, We'll come back
1: to that in a second. Hey, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make any $5 bet during the NBA finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. That's right. Yeah, what's that? 4-2-1 uh, right now in favor of Boston. I think that's what it is. Yeah.
0: Uh, it, I mean, it just, have to get a brew, it, I it
2: just looks like the Celtics are the better team. I mean, it, it really does. Um, Those guys are playing. They're playing really well as a team. They're all I, hustling. They're all busting their asses. Uh, I will me like Draymond Green, for, for example, is getting ready to uh do his podcast. I, I think Draymond's getting ready to call it a career. He just uh, yeah. the guy is half assing it, and then and then and then complimenting his opponents. Man, they just play so hard. I'm so impressed.
1: He's how about prepared. how about if you played hard, motherfucker? <laughs> That's been our basketball segment here on uh, the Steel City Blitz broadcast. Um, I I, I did want to just—I mentioned this um, earlier—and what would the Steelers QB battle have looked like in the social media world back when Ben was a rookie? You had Tommy, you had Charlie, and you had Ben drafted 11th overall the first round of the 2004 draft. What I mean, what would social media have been like back then, Ian?
4: I'm jumping on this one because here's what it would have been. Okay. Maddox had that great playoff game against Cleveland where he brought us back. They went to the Tommy Gun offense and went 6-10. and 10. Yep. People wouldn't want Tommy, but people loved Charlie Batch because he was from Pittsburgh. Everybody loves even, Charlie. Yeah. Even after Ben started, like – even after Ben went 15 and one his rookie year, when he was struggling, like a couple years later, was like, well, maybe we should start Charlie Batch. You know, I mean, there were calls like that on the radio. Yep. People would have wanted Charlie to be the starter, Ben to be the backup, and Maddox to get cut. And that's just what it would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. That's, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I agree. It, it, it's... So are you making a, a comparison in a roundabout way to Kenny Pickett?
4: Uh, Well, Kenny Pickett's from Pitt, and like I've said before, on this show, there's a large segment of Steelers Twitter that are also Pitt fans and think that everything that came out of the University of Pittsburgh shits gold. And there's one radio host in the city who I won't name who's all in on that same narrative. Um, He's going to make me hate Kenny Pickett. (laughs) I'm just saying. Well, that's the shame of it.
2: You won't be the only one. Pickett's his own person. I I think so, too.
4: Yeah, no, yeah. and I'm I'm kind of
1: and,
2: and the aforementioned radio host is a fucking giant douche canoe. <laughs> he's All really right. not. I promise you, he's not. But but he really, Twitter- he really, really wants to be perceived as one. He's working his yeah. ass off to be perceived as a total jackass. There's a difference between knowing you're a heel
3: and not knowing, but trying to be. Where does he fall?
2: So what he's trying to do is compete with Mark Madden. I don't know if it's necessarily that.
4: No. What he does is he tweets the dumbest possible shit to get the most clicks and engagement. And then he sells it to CBS and is like, look at all the engagement I get on Twitter. You should give me a national show. And they fucking gave him a national show. What the hell is wrong with them? Yeah.
1: That guy's got a national
4: show. This is the guy you
1: called Pitt Bayless. They gave him a national show? Yes. Jesus Christ. Wow. Anybody can just, anyway. Um, I did want to mention uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, Look, karma is a bitch. And for many years, Cleveland Brown fans have come at the Steelers because of Ben Roethlisberger's. Specifically, uh, Steelers fans. Absolutely. Um, and now all of a sudden the Cleveland Browns have a quarterback who is mired in a shitstorm, to put it mildly. Um, and, and I, I mean, I'm reading stuff and I'm sure you guys have seen interviews and read stuff as well. I mean, there, there's people based on this New York times article about the, you know, 66 different massage therapists over 17 months. And I mean, there's people that think he might not play for a year or two. Um, I don't know that I, I, I'm i going to go there. In fact, I don't know where to go. But uh, do you smile at all being a Steelers fan, seeing Brownie fans uh, struggle like this?
2: No, I call yeah. them a bunch of dumb fucks.
1: Well, that's also an option.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, they're they're either in denial yeah. or they were hypocritical to begin with because they talked a bunch of shit. Before. Mm-hmm. For years. And they Pretty got a guy now who literally has 12 times many accusations and they're defending him.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. It, but just getting back to that, because you went here. So yep. I'm <laughs> going to lay it all out. Do it. This fucking guy. I mean, this is totally normal behavior if you're Harvey Weinstein, but this fucking guy over 17 months booked 66 different masseuses. Through Instagram, this is where he went looking for his massage therapists. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this
2: is this is predatory, yes, it's a good Weinstein word. Cosby type behavior. I I argue with somebody fucking else. Okay, yeah, that's what this is. He was looking for best case, he was looking to to, to exploit the power dynamic and get some easy sex. Worst case, he was looking for victims that he could exploit who wouldn't say anything.
0: Mm -hmm. And and many have not. And he'd get away with it. Yeah.
2: Okay. 24 women have come forward and thrown accusations at him and are suing him. Okay. Statistically, fewer than 8% of sexual assault complaints are fabricated. 8%. Do I believe that all the women who are who are accusing Deshaun Watson are telling the truth? No, I do not. Do I believe they're all lying? Fuck no. Yeah. Use some goddamn common sense, okay? Some, some of them
1: have been pretty convincing so far in their comments too. Use um, some
2: fucking hard, hard common. Use some common goddamn sense. You're adults. Stop defending this fucking scumbag.
1: And, and at the same time, the Cleveland Browns gave him what two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed
2: yeah well see the, what the cleveland browns didn't do is what the new york times actually did is went ahead In, and, and investigated investigate. what what yeah. happened okay yeah and if they had maybe they wouldn't have been so fucking stupid as to give up three first round picks and give the guy 230 million dollars fully guaranteed my prediction and you already know it because i've told all of you this my prediction is that eventually what the browns will do is they will say well events have come to light
0: Mm -hmm. That we
2: were Mm -hmm. not aware of, and that Deshaun was not upfront about. He did not disclose before we we signed the contract, and we're going to void his his guarantees, and we're going to cut him, and then he'll sue them, of course, and it'll be in court, yada yada. This will go down as the as the worst trade in the history
1: of the NFL ever. Yeah, maybe professional sports. Maybe it could. Yeah, it's a good point. Um. That, that's all I really wanted to cover on it. I, you know, obviously um, it, it's going to be a sensitive issue because of the subject matter and stuff. And I'm sure it's all going to keep coming out, and uh, it, it just doesn't look good. Um, so let me switch it over to something much more fun and entertaining. Uh, in our in our messaging channel, uh, a couple of the two people out of the four on here apparently think that we need to. Uh, uh, replace Renegade. Is that, is that what I saw?
3: I got to get a bear. Hold first, on a First of all,
1: these two are dumbasses. Uh, <laughs> Renegade should not be replaced ever. It's ours. Let's just leave it alone. But apparently they feel it necessary to offer wow. our listening public the opportunity to hear their options of what could replace it. Now I will say this: We did have a listener last week that commented because we talked about
4: best uh, hairbands. I believe it was, last it was week. best best rock songs last week. He we did yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah,
1: and and uh, somebody chimed in with, uh, uh, I believe it was Metallica and uh, Maiden, and I, I I haven't commented back, but wait, wait, wait. Just, Metallica just... and Maiden aren't classic rock yet. E- exactly, exactly. They they are very near and dear to my heart, but they are not. Are, classic are they rock. playing them in the grocery store? Um, no, 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 no. So I, I agree. I no, agree. I've never oh, heard sympathy. <laughs> no, I've
3: never heard symphony of destruction A giant. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: a good segue. Hey, um, the so- Piper often leads me right down the cereal aisle, baby. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's what I'll say. Okay. I am, I am completely for keeping renegade I think it's fun I think it's a Steelers thing okay. it's it's our thing the song fits very well that it's got the slow opening that you can kind of get yourself revved up yes. it's got the scream that gets you hyped it's got singable lyrics that no matter how drunk you are you can belt them out it's yeah but you know when the topic got broached of if it was replaced I did make a list of songs that I would oh, consider to replace it with and I, I'm but just gonna I'm gonna I would keep all of
2: this it. by I kind of agreeing with Mark, and then I'm gonna let you two do your thing. I've I've been present for Renegade being played. Obviously, it's a magical moment. It we all amazing. fucking love it. it I wouldn't amazing. get rid of it, but I do understand the motivation behind doing so because sticks yeah. sucks. Sticks is it, fucking it. terrible. By the way, not from Pittsburgh. They're from Chicago. They so are. guys, go ahead.
1: They are and, nice. and I'll and I'll just <laughs> say too, we've all been in that stadium when they've played it, and it is Magical! It's magical. Yeah. It yeah. is an amazing feeling to to wave the towel when that song plays, and and that, I'll just leave it at that. So, Ian and Ryan, give us your options for what would potentially replace what won't ever be replaced. He's got a fucking sheet. Look at Scarpino. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ!
4: He comes prepared. So, Ryan and I did agree on a couple of things here leading up to this. That okay? That. We weren't going to choose songs that, like, meant something to another team. Yeah, so, you like, can't. We weren't going to pick, like, Enter Sandman, because that's Virginia Tech. Exactly. Today. We weren't going to pick Welcome that. to the Jungle, because that's the Bungles thing. Right. Um, so, all right. <sighs> Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, what up.
3: the fuck? All right. No, fine. <laughs> fine. Okay, first of all, I'm going to say this. I didn't like Renegade before I worked at the Steelers. I've never liked Renegade. <laughs> I've never liked Renegade as a song. I think it sucks. Wow. but i do appreciate and understand what it means to the steelers that being right. said it was played 2002 wild card game yep. against the yep. browns yep. before ben but yep. now that ben's retired i feel that the renegade era is over wow and we can rebrand and utilize younger guys like TJ and Najee, okay, and obviously Cam because he's still here, yeah. Um, so that being said, uh, I wrote about 37,000 songs down on a piece <laughs> of paper, uh, but I'm gonna hit you with I'm not gonna hit you with my top one, but I'm oh gonna boy. hit you with War Pigs by Black
1: Sabbath,
0: um. That's right. Right, Not a right.
1: bad choice. Yeah. I I think Ian laid out the qualities of Renegade very well. That it that has got a buildup. It's got a scream. It then then it just comes at you. Yeah. Have you ever heard of War Pigs? I'm I, just, I have. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, that that's why right. I'm saying. I can see why you would go with that. Oh, yeah. okay. So My, bad. My bad. My
3: bad, right. Dad. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, that was, I will... yeah. I'm already defensive. I, uh, no, no, no. I get
0: it. I get it. That, that, no, I'm not saying it's so a bad choice. Ryan. I'm just
1: saying I get why it would fit. I don't know. My, yes.
4: my, I will why? fully admit that my list was like half Metallica songs, but Metallica has a lot of songs like that, like "Battery," like yeah. Um, yeah. uh "For Whom the Bell Tolls," which is the superior yep. song with bells in it. It's that, would be, that would be that would be fantastic. Yes, um, it would be. I think it'd and, be awesome. Uh, and let's see what else. I mean, Master of Puppets is just a straight-up banger. It's like yeah, it's Master too, of Puppets is nah. great um, commercialized, probably but, Yeah, nah. probably. Um, the the other one from Metallica I'll mention is a more recent one, All Nightmare Long, has a great chorus. It's off the Death Magnetic album, which was like the one they finally remembered what they sounded like in the eighties when they made it in like the <laughs> right. mid 2000s um, but all right, I'll some out there.
3: Me, uh yeah.
4: Hit me with some more. Let's go.
3: And and we talked about this earlier on the chat as well. I don't necessarily know uh, if if our religious <laughs> listeners would be <laughs> okay with Hell's Bells, uh, but I'm picturing <laughs> bong, fucking T.J. Watt, bong, Cam Award.
4: Bong, Lagarret Blood, Bong. Yeah, yeah, that, that too. <laughs> That's Man, why Labio I said bell for him the bell tolls because but... it's the better song with bells. Right.
3: So it's like I mean I. Yeah, I mean I'm getting. I'm just saying Hell's
4: Bells. It's a good choice. Okay, they, and I, I will say they they have played Hell's Bells like they did during have. games. They have, but they don't have the video to go with it. With and the
1: official
0: anthem.
4: Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, just and there are quick. some other songs that they have played during games that I I. Yeah. Put in, like, an honorable mention list, like Bleed It Out by Lincoln Park, Crazy Train by Ozzy, uh, Boom by P.O.D. You can't do Crazy Train. The Patriots play that. Fuck that. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Uh, Thunderstruck, they've played, like, before games. That's uh, Cra- huge crazy Crazy Train. State. Crazy Train, they play right before the kickoff, too. So, like, some of those ones have been used, you know, at other just, points.
1: Just to... to... Put this in there, Miss Ellie, um, who needs to get back on the show. She suggested "Back in Black." Yeah, what today, the fuck, Ellie? Whenever we do the color rush uniforms, which I thought was a good, good touch. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, for the announcements, that would be perfect. Yeah. Before they come out. Yeah. Absolutely really outstanding. Agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: All right, I got a top five, Ryan. You want to do a top five? Go oh, for crap. it. Do it.
3: Whatever, man.
4: All right, number five. Well. All right, fine. Hurry number, up. All right, number five, When Worlds Collide by Powerman five thousand. Eh. Maybe maybe that's a little bit of me playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater too when I was yeah, yeah, but uh, it's it's got a it's got a good it's got a good like screaming chorus that you can bang to. The other the other thing I took into consideration here is this is a defense song, right? Yes. You don't no. You ain't playing this when the offense comes out, right? If you play like for those about to rock, some offensive team's gonna get pumped up too because they're like, yeah, we're gonna go out here and rock it, right? You want like we're gonna songs like we're gonna fucking destroy you, so right like. Right. Damage Incorporated by Metallica was my number four because that's a "We're gonna fucking destroy you" song. Yes,
1: yes. Jesus. Uh, okay,
4: so Ryan, what what are your five and four?
1: Okay.
3: Um, I mean, this is this is, I'm on the spot right now. Um, yes. Uh, you know what? Number five. It's uh-huh. slow and it builds up, and we don't have to play yeah. the whole one. In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Oh, oh yeah, that's a,
0: that's a Mike Thomas locker sure. room classic. Uh, so yeah, he's, for he's, sure. You know, it I is. think it,
3: it, not, not yeah. so much heavily offensive, but more like I can feel it. If I was on defense, I would.
1: That was smack uh, some.
3: I mean, like seriously. I mean, like just, like take somebody's head off. All right, so that five, was the, in, in here the like, highlight
1: one. tape of my high school highlights. Yeah.
3: Four, I'm gonna throw a curveball here. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna say a little lesser. Known. Oh god. Thunder Kiss sixty-five by white zombie.
2: Oh yeah, Ooh. actually I love that idea. Okay. All right. All lesser right. known.
3: Lesser known. Ser- I like the lesser known. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. I'm like Beavis and Butthair right now. <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> <I get it. laughs>
4: I'm horrible. Uh Ian, give me your uh three and two. Three was boomed by POD. Okay. They've used it before, but it's, it's, I mean, eh, they could, Eh, it's, eh. if you're putting together a defensive highlight, really, you know, the boom, here comes the boom. I mean, you can can feel it, right? I think they used
1: that in Adam Sandler's longest yard, too. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And uh, my number two was my highest ranked Metallica song, which was Seek and Destroy off their initial Kill 'Em All album. Yeah. Which is, which would be a great, great defensive song. Yeah. It would be.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Ryan, what's your uh, three and two there? Uh three uh and
3: they already do this. They already do this there, but it'd be a full montage, but three would be working man by rush. Uh, no.
4: Did yeah. not they do working they tried to make like a Ben offensive highlight reel with working man nah at yes. one They've point? They've done in it time.
3: before, but I'm talking yeah. like
4: full yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah. All
3: right, yeah. Wait, this isn't popular. Well, okay,
0: that's all right. That's what we're here for. <laughs>
3: Why we're doing it? Two, two is hell's Two is going to be Hell's bells. Okay. All right. All right. All right.
1: Yeah, ACDC. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Ian. And then what was your number one?
4: Nightmare by Avenged Sevenfold.
1: Okay, I'm going to plead ignorance. I've heard of them, yeah. but I don't know yeah. the song. All
2: right.
4: It it yeah. it builds up. It's got a banging chorus. It it's
2: almost okay. might not be commercial enough. Yeah, not oh, enough people so that, okay. know
4: it would know it. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, I mean, the, the chorus it, it, is like a I'm your fucking song. nightmare, basically. Yeah. 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 That okay. it, it would be a great song for a defense. Go listen to it and you'll be ready to run through a wall. Yeah. All right. I will uh
2: it's a good gym song. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah. Oh, got it. Perfect. What, what's the name of the
4: song again? Nightmare. Got it. All
1: right, Scarps, you're number one.
3: It would never fly <laughs> for a variety of reasons, but the, to the wall, I accept.
1: Balls
2: to the wall. <laughs> I heard it today. I'm serious. Right, I love God.
0: it. That is so That's cliche, so
2: but
1: all right. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm only,
2: only going to make one suggestion, and right, it's then. never ever going to happen because I don't think it's a clean version of this song. But uh Coolio, "Fantastic Voyage." <laughs> I. Listen, I'm trying Is that to from the
1: off... offense or the defense? <laughs>
0: Doesn't matter.
3: It came... I don't think I picked a song. I don't think I picked a song that's younger than 35 years old. <laughs> oh. But I was trying to think of some younger tunes like to get the people involved. Mm-hmm. So I came up with BYOB by System of a Down. That's a
4: good one. That's a, that's okay. a very good choice. Um, yeah.
3: Uh And then I... I'm a, I'm a, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I thought about tub thumping by Chumbawamba.
2: You're you're kind of reminding me of that uh, Joe Piscopo skit from Saturday Night Live when he says he's doing Frank Sinatra and he says I want to make tunes the young people will enjoy. <laughs> and I'm gonna call the album Tunes the Young People Will Enjoy. I will also say too, it's overplayed,
1: but because we got Three Rivers, smoke on the water.
2: Smoke on the water.
3: Would oh be yeah. Cool. Yeah. A
1: little deep purple. Intro. Yeah. yeah. And I know the other one, they they play this in the stadium because I've heard it but painted
2: Slower black
0: tempo. Stones. Yeah. Painted, painted black, black
1: would be I,
2: I like yeah. it, but they've played Painted it. black would be would be pretty okay, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's got that. It, it might only resonate with me. I don't know that it would with everybody, you know. Uh,
4: me no, they uh, I, I like painted black, and the thing is like they've got a pretty good mix of like in-game music for the most do. part. They do, I, um, I think they do you know. But they, I think yeah. picking the one song to be like the, the anthem, and I, I I would like to see the offense have a, a song too, but I, I didn't make a list for why that. it'd be I don't know, like when you really need a drive in the fourth quarter, like play something when the offense is coming out well, it would be what about an uplifting
1: song by Brett Michaels.
2: No, nothing but a
4: no. good
1: time. Yeah, what about what go. about an
2: uplifting song by Donnie Iris? Donnie Iris? <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you, falls to the wall. Can you imagine Yinzers
3: drunk out of their mind? I like,
0: can. I can what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Actually. You know, there are no lot.
2: drunk Yinsers at the stadium. There are no drunk Yinsers at the stadium on Sundays. That never happens.
4: Actually, I would China
0: throw
4: out, yeah. Yeah. out Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Could oh, yeah. you imagine the whole stadium screaming like, whoa, yeah. That's, like, true. That's a good one. Coming out, yeah. like, for the offense, that would be a good one.
3: Hey, Gina told me Lee was in that movie with Pam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, i seen it. i seen it.
4: Uh I'm we've terrible.
1: officially gone <laughs> off the rails, everybody. Uh we're just about out of time here on the SCB Crazy Training Steelers Crazy Podcast <laughs> presented by Deck Ruby uh-uh. Incorporated of South Florida. And
2: hey, go Steelers. And hey, Ravens suck.